Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club podcast, the first of its kind. This show is for those who love clean romance adventure stories from the 1800s. All right, guys, it's Melissa here back with another Christmas novella for you. We are going to dive into A Cowboy for Christmas by Ruth Logan Hearn. This novella can be found in the Four Historical Novellas collection titled Cowboy Christmas Homecoming. Now, I have not read any of Ruth's stuff before, but I will say after reading this novella, I am very interested in digging into some of her other books. My favorite thing about this story is that it is based off of the story of Ruth in the uh, in the Bible. It's so neat because here is June. She has two children of her own that she's trying to take care of, but she's banded with these two other women. Uh, They are widowed because of a fire that took out most of the town, and they are walking out to this nearby farm slash ranch, and they mainly do potato potato farming, and they're walking out to get work. Uh, so that they can make it through the winter. So here they are. June is hired on um, by Hugh. Hugh Stackman is the owner of the farm, but it's his one of his foremen that hires her on. And she's working so hard in the field that she gains the note, um, the attention of the foreman. And so then he kind of promotes her into the leading the sorting of the potatoes and it just kind of kind of goes from there of course then Hugh takes notice of her because of an incident that happens while um she's at his farm and I will say that June has some preconceived ideas about uh Hugh because of gossip around town because Hugh has a younger sister who had been scarred, like her face had a scar, and she never felt confident going out in public. So typically she just stayed home. But the community kind of made it sound like the Hugh and his other brother like controlled her, were ashamed of her, so they didn't let her go out when really it was totally her choice. And the and her brothers said, when you're ready, you can go, you know. So anyways, you learn a little bit more about that. But that, I had to give you a little bit of that before I dove into this one part because his sister is super sweet and such a woman of faith, but she had let fear control her. And you get to like watch her come to life and really overcome uh, the devil and his fear tactic. And it's so, I just love it. But because she's this quiet, reserved person, she lives out her faith to reach people in such a quiet and subtle way. So here's Hugh. He was raised um, to believe, but he fell away because of all of the tragedies that his family had faced. He just figured, like, there really couldn't be a God out there that would let all this happen, right? And so here his sister's being super sweet, and she's just saying, you know what? If you'd like time to just rest and relax here after being on the trail for so long, that's understandable. 
His sister never pestered him about faith. She read her good words quietly and sometimes made notes, but she never foisted her innocent beliefs on him or Jacob. Shame knifed him because while she'd quietly embraced her faith, he'd let it be known that he found belief in God to be a waste of time and intelligence. She never challenged him or called him out. She took the high road, exactly as she was doing today, and the shame spread right and this shame spread wider when he realized it. She didn't say anything to point out his flaws or tell him he was wrong for not believing in God or that his thoughts of God were wrong. She simply lived out her faith. Aren't we called to love one another? And that's exactly what she was doing with her brother. And that is part of what wins him back to God, right? It's not her words but it is her actions that's living out her faith. Such a sweet reminder to live our faith out every day and we are called to love. So we need to be doing that, which I know sometimes is hard. So um, something else that pops out because here Hugh and his family's gone through trials. Now June and her family's going through trials. And what you start to notice is how God shapes us through our trials and uses them to bless others and equip us for his will in our lives. So here's a little snippet. June rolled her eyes and Lily acknowledged her action as she began reshaping balls of dough. Okay. I know life isn't easy and your life has been full of pitfalls, but has it made you a marvelous person, June? Yes. And I'd like a bit of that character building for myself. Okay, so June's thinking marvelous person, that way that this made me a marvelous person. But it's hard for us to recognize that, right? But other people see it in us. And so her and June and how she dealt with her trials was very inspiring uh, to Lily, Hugh's sister, who had been hiding behind fear for most of her life. And here she's ready to, to break out. Now, June and Hugh are our love story, right? He very much would like to marry her, and she would very much like to marry him. However, he goes about it the wrong way, and he's not a he currently lets her know that he's not a believer, but she is. So Here's just a little snippet, and I want to talk a little bit about about this. So perhaps he didn't mean his words to be as businesslike as they sounded, as if she were nothing more than a good cattle deal come to pass, as if the joy of loving was a simple expectation. It wasn't. Love and marriage were never easy and rarely convenient. And without a shared commitment to God and each other, how could it work? And did he really mock her suffrage leanings? So it comes back to in the Bible where it talks about we must be equally yoked. Therefore, we should never settle. Is this something that I would, I want everyone, but really I'm thinking because of my, when I work with um, kids in education, I think about our girls and I'm constantly telling them never settle. You need to be equally yoked. If he does not believe, he is not worth your time, right? And so this is where June's like, I really do care for him, but I'm going to have to walk away 
uh, because he doesn't believe. And it takes a strong person to do that. And it pays off in the end, right? So let's circle back to Hugh's sister, Lily, who I absolutely love. She is deciding she's going to go out there and be in public, right? But that's just it. Lily slipped the trays of rolls on the warm oven top to rise before baking. The necessity becomes the honor because there are so many choices along the way. To make the right ones is truly living the word, don't you think? But if you never step out enough to have choices, one loses the opportunity to not quote faith, but to live it. So again, it's here's Lily. Can this character, she's a side character, but she's an amazing character that constantly is pointing back to living out your faith. And for her, she is really talking it up with June because she is trying to talk herself up and over this fear. And I always ask this question, how often has fear held you back? I will say that the devil's used that tactic to, on me far too many times. And I hate that I have succumbed to it. There are things I haven't done because of fear. And I hope that's not true for you and definitely not true for you today. If God is calling you to do something, then he will be right there with you and he's going to equip you for it. And he's going to bless you for doing his work. So that is our wrap on A Cowboy for Christmas by Ruth Logan Hearn. And hopefully we can feature some of her books coming up soon on the podcast. So stay tuned. And it's just a couple days before Christmas. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, relaxing Christmas with your family. And we'll see you back here in the new year. Until next time, happy and blessed reading.